If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Vengeful sharks and bad Jamaican accents. This time it's personal. We saw Jaws 4, The Revenge. So you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am joined, as always, by June Diane Raphael and Jason Manzoukas. How are you both? Good. How are you, Paul? Pretty terrific. Uh, we have a special guest today, uh, Jake Fogelnest. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hello. Well, man, oh, man. Jaws 4. This is a highly recommended movie that I've been <laughs> really postponing because I was like, it can't be that good. I it, I thought it was amazing. And, and, and the fact that it's a major motion picture, like this is on the level of Birdemic to me. Like this is... Oh, in terms of how bad it is? Yeah. Oh, but it is a major, like, studio release. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know what you're saying, too, because there's so many scenes that are ADR'd so poorly. It feels like so much of the action that's taking place outside, which is most of the movie, is ADR'd. Like, there's just production value things that are shocking. Have they ever thought maybe it's a bad idea to make a movie on the ocean? Like, <laughs> like, I, like I understand. Like, they made the the first Jaws, and that was a you know that turned out well, but it was but a it, disaster. It was a disaster. The second one, I think, it didn't go much better. Uh, the third one's in 3D, and that fixes everyone. Sure. And you would figure by this time they would either have figured out, all right, this is how you make a big shark movie, but absolutely not. In fact, I think the answer the was, you know what? We still don't get this, but. But we've got Michael Caine. <laughs> but Michael- great news, we've secured Michael Caine to play the rakish island pilot in the Bahamas. Guys, great news. Do you have the whole cast back? No. We have one person from the first movie who's really on the side. We got Roy Schneider's wife yeah. to come out of acting retirement. Wow, okay. Did she really? Yes. She was self-imposed oh, acting retirement. Um, she also was By married- the way... She had the right idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, apparently, the reason why she was cast in the first Jaws, and this is, uh, you know, maybe potentially hearsay, uh, was that she was married to the head of the studio at the time. Ah, and so fascinating. Uh, that's why she might have been cast. Uh, Possibly. Mar- We're not saying that that's true. Really not saying that she was married to Gary Universal. <laughs> Gary Universal. <laughs> um, Sid Shulman or Sid? Uh, Sid Sheinberg. She, yes, that's who she was married to. And, By the uh, way, why do I just know so easily the head of Universal <laughs> Studios in the 70s? She really does not have many roles to her name. No. Um, <laughs> wait, what? She was hysterical lady in Car Wash. Uh, Obviously remember she's that. She's actually very good in that. <laughs> I, I, do you really? I think I, think I do know. Did she, is she Miss Beverly Hills in Car Wash? Like the hysterical woman who's got I, the son says, that's puking? It just says hysterical I woman. I think it is, yeah. I like that you also have Total Recall for Car Wash. I love Car Wash. That is a great movie. That is an underrated classic. I went and saw it in the theater not that long ago at midnight. No, Car Wash is awesome. You've got uh, George Carlin's in it. Um, uh, Professor Irwin Corey. Uh, of course. <laughs> And uh, P- I mean, are you, are you, we're talking PIC is yeah, in this movie. It's a PIC, oh, it's a PIC right. picture. And yeah, Richard Pryor has a, with the Pointer Sisters. Richard Pryor and the Pointer Sisters together. I am, I am in. I'm going to watch Car because Washington. America needed that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, they were like, we got a uh, Loring Gary, so let's bring it back. <laughs> let's get this shark back in the water. Grandma we need versus the shark. We need one more element, though. Yeah, yeah. we need one more element. What is Can it? we get Mario Van Peebles? Oh, we're going to try. We're going to try to get Mario. <laughs> Look, look, we're trying to put together. Can we get any Van Peoples? <laughs> Can we get a Van Peoples? Can we get Mel? I think it started with, do you guys think we could get Melvin Van Peoples? No. Great news, though. He's got a son. Get him in here and let him not read the script. No. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Mario Van Peoples in this movie improvised his entire role. Really? Yes. Wow. So- Can't tell. <laughs> Can't tell at all. We. I mean, like... He's, they're in the Bahamas, and he's speaking in a Jamaican accent. Yes. I had a huge problem. I mean, I'm, yes. possibly he's just a Jamaican guy hanging out in the Bahamas, but I was like, no, no, this is, he thinks this is how they talk here. There's, I, there's more authenticity in those red stripe beer commercials <laughs> with the red stripe reggae yeah. band. The movie starts in Amity, like the first movie. Oh, can I ask a question? Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a question just because I don't know, and maybe you guys do. Do, do so so the 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 Helen the woman yes. who's the Roy Scheider's wife from the first movie yes is she's not in two and three she is in two um, and then three they just focus on the sons yes. but then and the fourth and were the one, sons these sons the, the, the no. two three, three really doesn't have anything to do with it's sort of exactly. not part of the canon yeah basically three they they threw the away, Jaws canon they yeah, threw the away canon. three they threw away three yeah. like yeah. the idea in Jaws three was that the kids go work at SeaWorld and then SeaWorld is attacked wasn't Jaws they don't three do that. supposed to be a comedy like I know that there was like a, a a script or some sort of pitch where they were like Jaws three people zero and I think it was Matt oh, Simmons wow. I think Matt well, Simmons funny. from uh, the National Lampoon they they pitched it as like a comedy as an a, like an animal house sort of national lampoon comedy they may have written a script wow and, I gotta, uh, and then the, the studio it, right? was like no we're you know we, I, I don't we're gonna we stick wanna, with what we do we're gonna stick with what we do butter, butter. Yeah. everybody's scared but they were gonna do like an airplane type thing oh by the way I mean I know we're skipping ahead but Mario Van Peebles yes. does the Jaws theme yeah. in the Jaws movie. At one point, <laughs> when the main character is underwater, Mario Van Peebles is talking to him over a two-way communication, and he's like, "Butum, butum." But so, so are we to assume that they in this world, the movie Jaws exists—a movie that features the death of 
this character's father, Roy yeah. Scheider. Like, well, well, or I thought maybe in this world it could have been there was a documentary made. That's about what I the thought. Yeah. Like, a, like a made-for-TV movie about also the event. scored wait, by no, John Williams. No, wait exactly. a second. Wait, no, That's what I thought. How could you have that and still have the Jaws theme from the Universal Pictures because movie? Jaws. Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Somebody that was a real-life event that was dramatized, kind of like thirty minutes or less. And they and then yeah. this is like a so multiverse when situation. When she's going back to those flashbacks, she's not remembering actual things that happened. She's remembering the dramatized version. That would from be the movie. amazing. When she goes back into, I mean, now we're jumping way ahead. Yeah, she, the the the, the Helen, the, the main the main woman, has a series of flashbacks. Oh, yes. at the end of the movie. Well, and during none the of throw. which she was present for. No, and she and, flashes back to scenes she was she could not know what they but were. That's yes. why I'm saying she, yeah. there must have been a documentary made about her life, and the, which was turned no. into a movie. She does yeah, a, a movie she starring her actual family. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> the way the flashbacks work, it's not dissimilar to that old. HBO show Dream On. Like, <laughs> you're right. I, you're right. Brian Ben Ben? Like, yes, yeah. Brian Ben Ben. Like, at any point, like, I just thought, like, she was going to see, like, an old Three Stooges clip. <laughs> hey, you knucklehead. <laughs> so, um, let's just get you, if you, you know, just catch up it's on the, movie about on a the giant clock. <laughs> Basically, Ellen Brody still lives in Amity, um, and her husband, Roy Schneider, apparently died from the fear of sharks. So he had the anxiety that he had that another shark attack would come has given him a heart attack. Which, by the way, is such a like kick in the nuts to the triumphant ending of Jaws, where Roy Scheider yeah. triumphs yeah. over his right. fear of the water, yes. which is what his that whole movie is. Roy Scheider is afraid of the water, yes. right? He doesn't want to go in. He doesn't. He's afraid. Blah 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 blah. And 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 the movie ends with him alone. He is the lone survivor. He yes. has this ma- major triumph, and then this movie is like, yeah, but he was a big scared pussy for the rest of his life and he died of he died of fear well I want to just I just want to say that eaten by a shark I do yeah. well you thought he kept, you kept on saying that he was eaten by a shark I want to just even say if we want to re- put Jaws 2 in canon Roy Schneider's in that movie too and he is? yes uh, contractually he was forced to do it and he really, really hated it um, but he also defeats another shark in that and he like At he that comes point, back you're yeah. not scared of sharks yeah exactly so he's had two Great bouts with a shark, and then a couple of years later, he's like, "Oh, the fear!" And he has a heart attack. Well, I mean, it, mental illness is a real thing. It, it is, is a real thing. It's very true. Guys, it's not, the rest of the show is going <laughs> yeah, to be dedicated to <laughs> talking about mental illness and how very real it is. honest discussion. <laughs> so basically, they're living in this town. Uh, Ellen Brody, the wife of Roy Schneider, uh, has a son who's there, who's now the 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 deputy, the deputy, deputy sheriff or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and he gets called one night to uh, go out to the middle of the bay to clear a log that's bothering yeah. a buoy. Yeah, right. and He's by also the way, eleven years old. Right. Yeah, and it's uh, the one thing I did like in the beginning of this movie was it's Christmas. I love that. Yeah. So it's I winter. I love that too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're gonna do so a Jaws movie in winter. And How's by, that Christmas gonna work? Time. By the way. I like any Christmas movie. I mean, like, you know, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. It's like, yeah. They, like, Santa action. Claus. Santa Claus, the movie. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, like, I always think that's a good backdrop for, like, an action movie or something, you know. Right. And this, they don't really pay off on Christmas yeah. at no. all. Although I was obsessed with the pageant they were getting ready for, the Town Square yes. Christmas Festival. Oh I just don't, I don't understand the job requirements of the deputy of Amity that he has to get in boats all the time and, yep. like, take care of buoys out there. That's not really police work, but... Anyway, he goes out to fish out this buoy, and at which point— I just have to ask, why? Is it a baba buoy? <laughs> nice. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah! 
It's a bobbing buoy. It's a it's a bobbing buoy. It's yeah. a a fa <laughs> Um And so he he goes to fish it out, and Jaws the Jaws. I'm gonna call him the Jaws. Is hanging out there waiting for him. Yeah. Yep. And the minute he leans a little bit overboard, the worst directed action sequence of That's all like that, that is the thing about this is like I, I I looked up like the director. Yeah. And he's not really an action film director. No. How did he get this job? It was like they combined four different shots, very disparate shots yeah. that don't really connect. Like, what happened? Then all of a sudden he's missing an arm. He's yeah. Like, oh my yeah. arm. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 ridiculous. It's truly. Yeah. You never see the impact of it. There's no connection between any of those shots. Did they not get shots. the shot? Like, yeah. they, they clearly they must have. They, well, because they, they every... just don't know. I felt like shot construction in all of the action sequences made no, no sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, and and it's like you. That's why you're like, is this a real movie? Because it looks <laughs> so cheap. It's like, oh, they get. I mean, by the way, the shark in this movie very rarely attacks underwater. Yeah, He's jumping He's out. Always out of the water. Sometimes out of the water and still, just yeah. for a couple of beats. Yeah. If you go fully out of the water. If you go on the Universal Studios tour, yes. and the and you go on the tram past the Jaws shark yeah. that jumps out of the water, that is more realistic I said than that, the shark that's in the movie. I have more respect for that terrible ride and attraction at Universal <laughs> that Studios is scarier. now. I'm like, that is scarier than this movie. <laughs> the, thing that, oh, the thing that we're forgetting is, as his arm is eaten off, right? Yes. Um, there is instantaneously an amount of blood in the water yeah. that is preposterous. Yes. Like, it is as if an entire human body's worth of blood has fallen out of his arm <laughs> like instantly. They, like, they cut him open and just hung him out there. Like He then falls yeah. into the boat looks at his arm and starts going, no! What? Okay, his acting performance, scene. his I'm performance is it. as if to say, wait, what's going on? <laughs> well, when he first falls in, when he first falls into frame, he actually has a reaction that's like, oh, yeah. I made, yeah. I made yeah. it. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Ooh, that was a close That one. was really close. I just came face to face with a shark. Yeah. And he sort of looks to the side and realizes yeah. like, <laughs> that his arm is completely gone. He yes. has that shocked Scooby-Doo moment of, <laughs> yes. zoinks. by completely gone, you mean pulled out of the, the yes. sleeve of his of his jacket it looks, and tucked it like, behind yeah, his it arm. It looks like back. a bad Halloween costume. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have an arm. It's like yeah. what your grandparents would be like, oh, I'm missing. Yeah. yeah. It looks ter- it looks like his arm is tucked behind his back. He, He's screaming in pain. And then he decides. Script, does the script literally say, ow, my arm? <laughs> like, is that, a, is that actual dialogue that somebody wrote Well, down? if they did, he delivered it with a palm. Uh, <laughs> He, I and mean, then he goes, oh, my arm's missing. Let me go stick my head to see what that was. Sticks his head over the boat. Yeah. And then the shark uh, just eats, from what it looks like, he eats a side of the boat. So yeah. he's a part well, of that it's amazing, thing. too, because the way he falls into frame, he must not have felt that arm get eaten off at all. Like, there must have been no Guys, he's probably sensation. in shock. You know what? He's probably in shock. He's probably in shock. He's probably just as confused because he didn't understand the shock construction either. He's like, what just yeah. happened? Oh! oh. <laughs> I guess that's what the prop guy was doing. It is like, it's more clearly constructed when the plant in Little Shop of Horrors eats people. That is a, that <laughs> that is is a very clear thing. 
You know, you see like, oh, oh, I'm going to go check out this yes. weird plant. Chomp, chomp. The, he's mm. also screaming in pain. Oh. And, and screaming. The, and the reason why no one can hear him is because? Yeah. Oh, is because there's Christmas carolers on the shore. Yeah. <laughs> and they've needed a lot of work to and, get that I song mean, together. By the way, there's, there's, I mean, maybe 10 Christmas carolers. Yeah, <laughs> And but they Children. are so loud. It is inter it is intercut. So it's like ah my arm. Oh. Ah! <laughs> By the way, guys, really good singing. Yeah, we really know that. They're really all singing good. different songs. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Which all sets up the most insane premise of all time. Because when the mom finds out that her son was killed by a shark, she goes. It's revenge. Yep. The shark was waiting for him, which makes no sense because they fucking killed the shark. But it gives us the tagline, this time it's personal. But wait a second. Listen to this, though, because this this truly blew my mind when it happened. I was like, so wait a minute. Does that mean the shark put the log on the buoy to lure yes. him out? Yes. yes. That's when I was like, this movie yes. is unbelievable. Not only that, but the shark also knew that the Coast Guard was busy that yes, night. Yes, yes. They had a lot of work going on. So I don't know probably what, I don't know what sort of... He probably distracted <laughs> yeah, the Coast Guard, exactly. and then he put the log in the buoy, and then he's like, this fucker, he's going to come out here, and guess well, what? This I'm going to chomp, smart. chomp, chomp on his arm. It's manipulative. It's smart. It's a, it's a, it's a sociopath. This shark. shark is so smart that, I mean, not to jump ahead. How but smart is it? That when they decide to travel... He finds out about their travel plans and is able to meet them in the Bahamas. Yep. He doesn't even, he goes He goes from uh, Amity, which is, you know, kind of like uh, you know, Martha's Vineyard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to the Bahamas quicker Within, than you even, yes. than an airplane can get. Oh, yeah. Within a day's But no one is time. talking about it. Like, this shark is like, bugged their house. <laughs> but, but back to the house, because, again, it's revenge, but no one ever goes to the mom. What the fuck are you talking about? He killed those two sharks. No one explains, like, because I guess in my mind she's like, well, maybe the Jaws shark from the first movie told his babies that, like, this guy was after him. Like, I mean, yeah, there's no communication. That's true. That's true. The, the Jaws ends with a dead shark. Yes. So Jaws 2 ends with, with a dead, dead shark. shark. And there was no thought of Jaws 2 being a shark that was, like, Related. related to the first one. Maybe it's sort of solidarity between all sharks. Yeah, maybe it's maybe like um, talk to each other. maybe yeah. it's like uh, 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 Carl Jung's the collective unconscious yeah. for, <laughs> for sharks. So like the the, the 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 Brody family has imprinted on the first Jaws <laughs> and has now but thus become part of the Great White Shark collective unconscious, <laughs> and they know we got to get rid of those fuckers because they're coming for us. So, so we're to understand though that the Brody family, the only way a shark dies in their world is from a Brody family well, uh, and, and the sharks are so attracted to the Brody family that even when they see other people like fuck it we're going for the Brody's not yeah. anybody else they're able to distinguish through smell I, I, guess. I guess they can smell their blood. Well, now the, <laughs> I, I love I the resign. I guess they can smell their blood. Uh, I guess I, that's it. It's the only logical conclusion. I do. Want, I guess yeah. I'm over. I can't. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I do want to just play this because I think it's important to just kind of. These are questions, obviously, about how this makes sense. This is from YouTube. Um, this clip was the original voiceover narration that started the movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that this is the director just going. I don't fucking know. And this is they they took it out, but this is a, this is the original way the movie was supposed to start. This is true. Here we go.
Here it goes. It's Since there. time immemorial, events have taken place with no evident reason for their happening. Such phenomena has been man's dilemma and the subject of constant philosophical discussion. <laughs> when there is no factor motivating an event, no case of cause creating effect, what triggered the action? Fate or circumstances? What you are about to see concerns such an event. Maybe you can determine whether we are dealing here with circumstances or fate. So basically, yeah. yeah. Okay, first of all, it's essentially the same introduction to Magnolia. <laughs> These strange things happen all P. the time. P.T. Anderson steals. Yeah, so, it, it, no, it's, it's literally like we can't... How dare you, Paul Thomas Anderson? <laughs> How dare you? Okay, so We're on that, to you. But I guess now I'm understanding that is the que- that was supposed to be the question for us. The question like, is, basically, none of this well, shit makes hey, sense. We don't know. It's up to you, you figure it yeah. out, guys. Sometimes circumstances, sometimes circumstances make absolutely no sense sense like the movie you're about to see here are a couple of options of what might be going on i don't have an answer for you if you, you can decide the dots here get back to us could you imagine a studio executive watching that movie going what the fuck is that that's not you're starting yeah. a movie you're just basically going i don't know random occurrences a series of unrelated people a shark a lightning storm boats who knows what's going to happen it's essentially free association yeah might as well be. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places, and I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. This is the little kid, the little kid in this movie who's really rambunctious. Thea? Thea. This is her coming into. They just found out that her uncle is dead, and here you go. Uncle Sean is dead, you know. Will he ever come back? We'll talk about that some more later. Would you like something to eat? I had a hamburger on the plane. Oh, we can do better than that. How would you like a funny bone sandwich? <laughs> what? <laughs> How was the airplane ride? Good. The lady gave me two lollipops. Boom, done. Out of it, she was sad for a moment. The lollipops, the sandwich, knocked her out. And by the way, that's all ADR'd. You never see that kid. <laughs> yeah, that scene, that, that set, scene yeah. was all like, someone's like, yeah, we need to add in more about this. So kid. that means that they had extra time to figure out exactly what the dialogue should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, oh, had, yeah. they had some time. We've got to talk about what she, what she had on the airplane. She had a hamburger. She doesn't need a funny bones. What the fuck is a funny bone right? sandwich? <laughs> I'm assuming that was like a the dude tickling the girl or something like that. Oh, okay. But she did respond by she had a hamburger. Well, it is crazy the way grief is dealt with in this movie because the son dies, I guess, right before Christmas time. Yes. Yeah, which is the worst time for your son to die. Of course. It's terrible. And then they celebrate Christmas in the Bahamas. They celebrate Christmas in the Bahamas by New Year's, which is, we all know, very close to Christmas. It's about a week later. It's about a week later. And Michael Caine's on the beach with yep. Grandma telling her that it's about time she move on. Yeah. Her son has been dead for one week. Oh, and he was <laughs> one eaten by, by a shark. shark. And by the Which, way, by the way, there's a history of that happening. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and, and it's about time to move on. And by the way, <laughs> the, 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 the big plan in this movie is she's really afraid of water, doesn't want to go get water, and, and her other son who comes back to visit for Christmas is like, you know what? Let's go down to the Bahamas you, and, and let's take you to another more uh, water yeah, yeah, yeah. island. Maybe go somewhere landlocked. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you know, and you know what we should do? We, we are in the middle of winter in New England where almost nobody's going to be on the water, right? <laughs> yes. So let's yeah, stay would... here. No, 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 no. You know what we should do? Let's go to the sunny Bahamas where I work <laughs> where as an oceanographer. <laughs> my daughter, I live at the end of a dock where my daughter swings out over the ocean. My and you... wife makes steel art of sharks. <laughs> of sharks. And let's just go someplace where there's oh. tons more water and the sharks yeah. are definitely going to be and there. And I should water. tell you, my brother-in-law is dating a shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is insane. It's insane. Because also, we haven't even talked about the fact that Mrs. Brody has what Spider-Man has is a Spidey sense. She has a shark sense. Oh, yeah. So when the shark is close by, she's like, ugh, ugh. And she starts out like flashes the shark. And then, again, to to add to her bipolarness, she's like, oh, shark is nearby. And she's like, I'm going to go start dancing. Yes. Start dancing again. Like She's at a little party with Michael Caine. By Dancing way, to uh, a wonderful song by uh, the Jets, uh, yeah. uh, the, which I had not heard 
in forever just to date this movie is that song that goes, you've got it all over him, head over. It's like, what, who remembers that song? It was, it was upsetting to hear that again. Um, we've had a lot of- There's a really upsetting line where she says to her oldest son, first she apologizes about thinking- Ooh, I have this on tape if you want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> can, we play, can we play the mom clip? I believe that's clip three. I've been a pain in the ass and I'm sorry. I'm not going to bother you anymore about your work. You're not a pain in the ass. Come on, let me finish. I've been rehearsing this all day. Thanks. Your brother's death almost killed me. I don't know. I'm, I'll never get over it. Okay, wait. we got to stop it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the brother died. It's New Year's Eve. It's two weeks later. Two weeks ago. Barely. Suddenly. Barely. Suddenly. Barely the prime weeks, of his right? life. He's dead. <laughs> She delivers that line like it's a joke. Almost. Yeah. It's like, so your brother's death almost killed me. But <laughs> it's such a throwaway. It's so insane. Yeah. And this is, by the way, this is how she's been rehearsing it. Yes. She's been <laughs> rehearsing yeah, yeah, yeah. it all day sure. to your deliver it. death almost killed me. To deliver me. it your with. Your brother's <laughs> death almost killed me. Your brother's <laughs> death almost killed me. No, that's not. That's too emotional. I need to throw it away more. I need to your just. Brother's your brother's death, death almost, almost killed, killed me. me. Anyway, brother- I'm sorry to be a pain in the ass. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm in love with this new guy and we're having a great time in the Bahamas. By the way, Hoagie, don't really understand what Hoagie, Hoagie does. Hoagie is Michael Caine's character. Yes. Oh, yeah. We haven't even told you. So you meet Hoagie. Who has one of the creepiest introductions of all time? Because like the little girl and the, they're flying down there, and the little girl is like, uh, "I would like to fly the plane." And he says something like, "I wrote it down." Like, I sit on my lap. Or yeah, something? I let. I sometimes let interesting people sit on my lap, and then he like took <laughs> that girl. I don't know. I thought that was creepy. And then that he says, "Hello, I'm Michael Caine." <laughs> Michael Caine missed out on receiving an Academy Award <laughs> for a Hannah and her sisters <laughs> for the reshoot of the ending, which still. No the, yeah, the reshoot of yeah. the ending. Because you sent the original yes, ending. Yes, the original ending is online. We'll post it up Just on the website. Just as incomprehensible as th- <laughs> the ending of this film, it's for some reason, like I imagine they sh- this is a big studio movie. Yeah. Th- this is the ending of the movie. They shot a lot of footage. $20 million movie back in 1989. That's, that's a, a big, long time. It's like a $100 million movie now. Yeah. It, it, and, and in 10 years, it's like a $400 million movie. And in like, in, in like 30 years, it's like a an eight Google million. I mean, guys, we're talking movie. about a big, expensive movie. I mean, we get all. <laughs> we all know. We all know. We all know. It takes money to make money. That's what these guys were doing. No, but the ending. So they they've shot a lot of footage. What footage they had? They decided to essentially run through iMovie, like an early yeah. primitive version <laughs> of iMovie, putting strobe effects on it. It's like they had a video toaster and like uh, it, with like bad <laughs> Dutch angles and like oh, we have great footage. Let's just mess it up so no one can see. If you're Michael Caine and you see this movie, which he famously has not seen the movie, <laughs> uh, he his, one of his quotes is, uh, he goes, I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it's terrible. However, I've seen the house that it built, and it's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but if you were to see that movie, you're like, I missed getting an Academy Award for this, for this ending that makes no sense. Holy shit, it makes this no sense. This ending is yeah. wild. And they could have cut the ending, they could have cut the ending they u- they used in this movie with all the same footage from the original ending. It's not that different. It's really not. It's basically, it, uh, right. instead of the shark getting shot, a boat goes into the shark. Well, but doesn't the same thing, isn't the same thing in the the ending this time? Well, basically, the idea is... She runs the boat into the shark. Yes. And then the shark 
explodes. Yes. Right. Ex- like Not like explodes, but like explodes. It, it explodes. For no good reason. Though. No good reason. I guess I went online well, and I read about it. Yeah. Apparently, Mario Van Peebles was, sh- was shooting... Uh, electrical impulse bomb yes. in his belly. Well, I thought they were just, I thought that was just messing with his, like, his mind. That's what I, that's thought, what I thought too. too. Because they, Michael, the character Michael, keeps pushing the flat. It's all built on flashlights, by the way, guys. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's Mario Van flashlight. Peoples is like a MacGyver precursor <laughs> who's like, wait, I can build a bomb out of a flashlight or whatever. They have a right. strobe light. They have a strobe light and it's bothering the shark. It, it's it's uh, irritating. It's, yeah, it's not. And the shark, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, the does, shark, shark does what every, everything, every, underwater animal does when it's in pain it pokes its head out of the water oh, yeah. and screams out in pain it yes roars, like roars. Roar! Roar! right yeah. because it's what it needs normal because what it needs to do shark roar yeah. what it needs to fish. do is it needs to yes poke its head out of the water take a deep breath yeah and then scream and Which expel is, the air some noise. totally totally normal just let it out just totally out. normal um, the uh, Roger Ebert. This is how he described it, the ending. He goes, "I can't, I can't believe that the director Joseph Sargent would film the final climactic scene so incompetently. There's not even an establishing shot, so we have to figure out what happened on the basis of empirical evidence." Oh, <laughs> oh my god, god. that's amazing. <laughs> well, I'm also confused about why she went out there on the boat. What happens oh, before yes, that is her granddaughter <laughs> is out on a banana boat. <laughs> And the Basically, the whole movie of Ellen Brody her. is just trying to stop everyone from getting in that water. They should call right. it Don't Get on the Boat. Yeah. Yeah. So the shark goes after the granddaughter. She narrowly escapes, but an innocent bystander is, is eaten. Other which people also, are by the repeatedly way, being killed, which nobody seems to care about. No one cares about that person who's engulfed by the shark and killed in front of everyone on the beach. Yeah. Yes. They're like, ah, who cares about her? As long as that little girl didn't get killed in the banana. That's when the little girl doesn't get killed, there's tons of reaction shots from bystanders of relief. It's yeah. like, but yeah. another person was another eaten. Another person is being eaten alive in front of you, screaming the, in pain. The trauma of every single person. On that beach, watching some person be eaten must and, be massive. Oh but God, to stand there helpless, yes, <laughs> someone is being eaten by a shark. Like on, like like ten feet from shore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. They're all in shallow water. Oh yeah. By the way, for a shark that's so after the Brody family, he kind of takes a pass on that banana boat person. Oh yeah. yeah. He knocks off that person. He's like, ah, well, eat this person. Who's the other person the shark eats? There's another uh, random that the shark eats. Oh, um. Well, the shark eats Jake at the end. But well, does no, he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but no, there was another random right in the beginning. There was an earlier random, I feel like. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of flashbacks to sharks eating, but not really yeah. uh, eating. Well, anyway, after Thea is narrowly escapes the on the banana boat, the grandma gets this crazy look in her eyes, takes over a, a boat that's just sort of nearby? Was that no, anyone? it's Jake's boat. It's oh, it Jake's is Jake's boat. boat. Okay. Oh, it is Jake's boat. Okay, I didn't remember. Which just happens that. to be docked two feet away from the shark attack. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. So she takes that boat and and goes out into the water. But my question is, what was her plan? Well, does to she sacrifice have, herself? Does she I think so. How to drive a boat? Well, that's what I thought, okay. too. Like, does she have previous boating experience? Like, it, I get it. it. It's a family business, but... I mean, I'm assuming so. Okay. That, I would kind of buy that part of it. Although it's a large sailboat. It's, yeah, it's, it's not like a ship. It's not, not like a, a speedboat. It's not a speedboat. No, it's and, a big vessel. It's a yeah. big vessel. And it seems like she's going out there. 
I mean, I guess you'd be like, okay, motherfucker. Yeah, bring it on. Let's yeah. bring it on, because you really want me. You're yeah. attacking my family, so you want but, me. But that's my question. <laughs> Why does the shark on? really want her? Yeah. Because it remembers Roy Scheider. But and it's like, you killed my father, of, or yeah. you killed my father's shark. In terms of bloodline, if, if the sharks can smell the bloodline... She actually has no connection to her. Okay, this is what I think you have to think of it as, very simply. I think the Jaws series is might as well be the Jaws family and the Brodies Brody as the Hatfields and McCoys. Ooh, I like that. Every generation, and Montague's every like generation continues the blood feud. But I would gotcha. argue, though, that the Jaws family doesn't really go tit for tat because they killed their son, and they're like, no, we want to kill. Yeah. You're a we whole that's family. Why, that's why it's confusing that she goes to sacrifice herself. Well, she's not sacrificing I don't think she's would... sacrificing herself. I think she's like, all right, motherfucker, let's... Let's do this. Really? Uh, I so think she's, she's like, like you want to go? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I think. No, I think, boat, I think really when the shark like is coming at yeah, her, she stands at the edge of the boat and is like, come on. Take me. Like, like, I feel her. like it's like she's going to like let the let Jaws get her. Oh. That's what I felt. A little suicide mission. On behalf mission. of the, the younger generation. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Now, meanwhile. You couldn't find your ass with both hands. Yeah, that's not fair, man. You go away. You leave me high and dry. Do all the work by myself. You come back acting like a zombie. It's Christmas Eve. Working overtime because of you. Hey, I'm sorry about your brother. <laughs> Just okay. And then, and then he proceeds. He goes. They're screaming at each other. He's like, "You haven't been the same since you've come back from your brother's death." And, and then his death was. At this point, days ago. Days ago, ago yeah. And then he just, days ago. And then the way that he, you see that scene, and that scene continues with him going, no, no, no. And the Meryl Van Peebles picks him up over his shoulders and gives him like kind of like a <laughs> like like a, a WWF kind of like hug wrestle move. Like, yeah. <laughs> but Meryl Van Peebles said that he yeah. wrote his own role. And it's, I mean, it makes sense because his character it makes no sense. Nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah, nothing to do. I mean, these people also love to tempt fate. It's like. Fucking giant ass well, shark in the water. That's the thing. Like, I, I just kept thinking, like, really, why don't you guys get out of the shark business? Sure. Like, just stop with the sharks. Yeah. I also hate to come back to this, but it's like, you know, I kind of want to say the brother, take the week off. Yeah. It's Christmas. It's, you it's he's Christmas. Got, Christmas tag, time. He's got to tag time. these snails. You that's, by the way, is his job. Earlier. His he's, job is week. to tag snails. Now, you would also argue, this is what I would say. The brother went to Amity to visit his mom for Christmas break. Yeah. And then he brought her to Jamaica. Yeah, like, he was already week. off. He was already take off. It. Like, yeah. if his brother brother didn't die, I would imagine they would spend that week you know in what? Amity. He's yeah. a workaholic. He's a workaholic. He can't stop. <laughs> well, his wife can't stop making that amazing art sculpture. What that the shit is that? I was obsessed with her character. What the shit is obsessed. that? She was the most sour, uninteresting, unlikable. Could she be Banksy? <laughs> That's my question. She makes the most bizarre sculptures. Well, the we... sister-in-law also has a very strange and strained relationship with her husband. Yeah, that is... they have a lot of sex, though. Yeah, and, they have sex she, a lot. And she's in this hoping movie. that that goes on for a she while. She tells her mother-in-law. Yes. Creepy. Which I thought was weird. It's very right? weird. Talking about having sex with very weird. this woman's son. It's weird in general. It's a particularly weird in the context of this movie. Yeah. Uh, yes. Why is that a, a conversation that happens? Well, there's also well, like a what? weird sex scene with the blowtorch where he's like, yeah. they're arguing about who takes out the trash. Then she threatens him with a blowtorch. And then they start like just fucking in the garage. He says, I've never made love to an angry welder yeah. before. Yeah. 
And then they just make love and by the way, who, one end. Who has? <laughs> like, well, it's a fantasy for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, I have been, I mean, my entire that's online. On that's like my entire online dating profile is just looking for an angry welder. You'd be surprised. I get a lot of a lot of emails from very happy welders, and I'm right. like, no, no, not interested. Not not interested. interested. Yeah. By the way, though, you what? need uh, you need the girl from uh, Flashdance. <laughs> that's who you need. Yep. What is up with that with the mom in the sculpture because they go, oh yeah, this is so and so sculpture, and the mom looks at it and stares at it like it looks like a shark. It looks like a shark, Paul. There's actually a shot of her in the shark's mouth. Yeah. I thought that was like uh, one of the most artistic shots. <laughs> what, of the movie. what it is is it's cinema at work. <laughs> I couldn't pull the clip for it because it was. Um, it was just too convoluted, and you really need to see it. But at the end of the movie, the the daughter in law is getting a uh, like her art is going to be displayed on the beach, and there's just like a guy like it's the a dream, mayor, a dream for any artist. Oh, of course, <laughs> a dream for any artist to get your She's art. She's arrived. The- <laughs> She's really arrived. And oh, the, my the- work. Well, you can see it on the beach. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember. You know, seeing uh, uh, pictures in art form of uh, uh, Warhol and Basquiat's very oh, famous yes. show. Oh yes, their beach the show. Beach, the beach. Yeah. So. Uh, I understand, though, that the grandmother has not had sex with anyone yes. since, Roy since Roy Schneider died. That's a uh, long Well, time. we don't know, though. I mean, Jaws 2 came out in 79. So like, I would say, yeah, she's about— It's been about 10 years. Yeah, about 10 years. About uh, ten years. Ten years, uh, give or take. Wow. I mean, hey, I've done that. No big deal. Because <laughs> she's having. Because that's the thing is, she and her daughter-in-law are having a sex talk because Michael Caine kissed her. Yes. She's like, he she kissed me. I didn't know do. what to do. Well, you had a couple of kids, so you pretty much know what to do. You know, once you start kissing, yeah, right. then it's time to well, make no, a this... trip to the bone zone. You, know what I'm you got to open up the bone zone, uh, Laura. But this, the mom also says the mom doesn't know what to do in a lot of situations. She goes. Let's put our feet up and shoot the breeze, or whatever beer drinkers do. Yeah, that yeah. was one of her lines. Because I think of Cheers, like all the all the episodes where Norm and Cliff just have their feet up and they're just shooting shoot the, breeze. the breeze. Whatever beer drinkers do, beer drinkers—that is like you would argue the most common thing. Like I don't know what you beer drinkers do. I'm just gonna let's have fun and chat. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself. 
Because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I have a very real question to ask, okay? Because the mom tells Michael, the, the only surviving son, okay? Yes. Her husband has died due to shark-related fear. Yes. Her son, mere days ago, was eaten by Hours. a great white yes. shark, right? Mm-hmm. She tells the son, Michael, the surviving son... It's coming after us. This shark is coming after us, okay? Mom, there's never been a great white in the Bahamas. Nope. Too there's warm, no great, too warm. No great whites in the Bahamas come to the Bahamas. They go to the Bahamas. Michael, while out doing his oceanography, sees and is attacked by a great white shark. Yes. Tells no one. Right. <laughs> Doesn't tell anybody. Gotta keep that it knowing great. that she's got some shark-related issues. And knowing yes. that she might be right at yes. this point. He right. should be like, oh shit. I now have us. evidence. Yes, that shark is here. It attacked There's a me. Death in the family of shark-related fear. It is in the DSM. It is real. <laughs> yeah. and, and he doesn't say a and thing. And basically Mario Van Peebles is like, we need to study this. <laughs> and he's like. Cool, man. As long as we can keep tagging the conch shells that I'm doing. Oh, by the way, is that the the scene where they're having this big emotional discussion and the director's like, hey, why don't you just drum on the deck like... Yeah. Like this the entire time, just so we can make the exposition even harder for us to understand. He literally keeps one of the guys in the boat drumming for no reason, just yeah. drumming hard on the deck. It was. It would have been uh, less distracting if they had one of those uh, guys that uh, plays a bucket in the subway, <laughs> like at the beginning of like Saturday Night Live drum? in the 90s. Oh, yeah, oh no, no, no. Like, like, like literally, literally buckets. a bucket. Yeah, one of yeah, those yeah. bucket drummers, those where you bang <laughs> oh, really yeah. loud on drumsticks I'll with ask a bucket. again, why were those guys there? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't seem to have that much. Uh, no, no, they were, they were, um, were they, they were there to put the bloody meat in the water. <laughs> oh, that's oh, yeah. true. They, they were the, they were the chum they throwers. By the way, I did like the, mag- the, the, the chum thrower 
course, I saw them with the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh, they were fantastic. so good. Really good. They were Kick Murphy's? Yeah. Oh, such a good really, bill. They have a really good dancer. Such dancer. a good bill. So the other thing about this movie, too, is that every human in this movie is like that gum or like those like fruit things, like gushers. Because whenever they oh, yeah. do yes. get bitten into it, it's like... Like blood yeah. does explode oh. all over Everywhere. the place. I got I got a good deal on squibs. We're, <laughs> we're solid on squibs this entire well, production. They spent all their money on squibs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just I mean like that's the that's the thing. Anything that happens to anyone, like the woman who gets eaten off of the banana boat, there is <laughs> this is amazing. There is, she gets pulled off of the bana- back of the banana boat into the water. Right there is an absurd amount of blood, and then the banana they have a shot of the banana boat getting away and. And everybody that's still on it, Thea, another little girl, and another adult, are covered in blood. Yep. Are like it, they are like Carrie at yep, the yep. end of the prom. It is insane. That is to say, like we are just human bags of blood, <laughs> like uh, bur- like water balloons, We're ready of blood. to just explode. Yeah. Um, the one thing, if you could say, this director added anything to the art of cinema, which is, you can't. Uh, is- <laughs> Is the art of the silent scream. There are so many, like, no sound, just slow motion, silent, like, I can't do it for you because you wouldn't be able to see or hear it. It's but not it's, an inherently visual medium. Yes, but it's a slow motion, silent scream that is amazing. And they really are lengthening out those scenes. The, d- oh, yeah. the director of this movie did. Did the director of this movie do the taking of the Pelham one, two, three? I'm no. Gonna take, I'm gonna take a, his name is Joseph Sargent. I think um, he. I don't know I'm why I have right that in my head. Because that's a great movie. Yeah, it's one of the best. No, no, the taking of the Pelham one, two, three. You're is... talking about the remake, right? No, 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 no. no the remake because that's great. The, the originals, whatever. But the, but the remake. You know what? You might. Yes, no, no, no. he did. He did, he did. direct no. it. Okay. So here's yes. what's fascinating. I, I don't Because that's spoil. also Robert Shaw. I don't, Robert I don't Shaw also spoil. in The Taking of the Pelham 1-2-3. If you've never seen The Taking of the Pelham 1-2-3, I don't want to spoil it. I will just say it does have perhaps the greatest ending of any movie ever. It's just got this great moment at the end, and this movie has the worst ending of <laughs> the any worst. movie ever. And it's reshot. It was yes. reshot to make it better. How oh did my this God. guy, what are you, that is mind boggling. And that is a slow, patient, quiet oh, movie. That is an amazing yeah, movie. Great it's movie. great. Um, this movie, on the other hand, was nominated for Worst Actor, uh, being the shark. How many Razzies? Act, uh, yeah. Actor, actress, screenplay, director, uh, special effects, and picture. Uh, those are all nominations. It was the shark won best uh, did worst. The, worst did the actor. shark show up to uh, collect his Razzie? <laughs> I think it's I think it's fun when they do the Razzie awards and people have a sense of humor about it. And they go <laughs> yeah. and they go. I know Sandra Bullock. So, Sa- when Sandy did that, uh, I, I call her Sandy. Yeah, of when course. Sandy did that, and she's she like, she has hey. asked you not to. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Though? We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> it um, is I, not fine. I want to I want to <laughs> reveal two things here. Um, we have uh, uh, the number one Jaws fan. It's self-proclaimed, Jonathan Koval emailed me this week with some facts that he thought might be interesting, and I want to tell them to you. Okay. The novelization of Jaws 4 suggests the shark may be acting under the influence of a vengeful voodoo priest who had a feud with the Brody family, and the shark's <laughs> apparent revenge has magical implications. Therefore, the witch doctor is the revenge, and the shark is his tool. This also explains the strange psychic connection Ellen and the shark and Michael Brody, uh, Ellen and the shark have, and the Michael Brody line, come on, sharks don't commit murder. Tell me you don't believe in that voodoo. Uh-huh. No one can confirm if this subplot was ever filmed or not. Would have loved to have seen that on the screen. 
just that, to giggle my balls off at it. I would have loved the element that the brother maybe pissed off a voodoo priest. That would have worked. Well, you know what else level. I love? You know what else I would kind of love is that at some point somebody was like, oh, well, you know, we obviously we have this whole voodoo uh, storyline. And somebody, somebody was like, you know what? That's not believable in this movie. <laughs> let's just make them just go that out. That might be just too much. So let's just go with what we're going to go with, let's which is this. nothing makes sense. Here is another. Well, uh, you know what? Put a voiceover on it. Yeah. We'll fix it with a voiceover. But you know what? That, that voiceover, voiceover is bad. Let's take it out. <laughs> in the early drafts of the novelization, Hoagie is the island's drug runner. Hence the what? mystery surrounding his occupation. Why the hell can he afford another plane at the end? And Michael's line. What do you do when you're not flying people? To which Hoagie replies, I deliver laundry. Yeah. I deliver oh, that's la- true, too, because Ho- uh, Michael also asks Jack, Mario Van Peebles' character, when, okay, when they find, this is crazy, they find the shark, right? This is presumably the shark that ate Michael's brother. It is a shark that has already attacked Michael and Jack on the yes. boat. They find it and are following it. They're tracking the shark, right? They're, they're literally following a murderous shark. And Michael is instead being like, hey, Jack, what do you know about Hoagie? What, yeah. What, what, yeah, how yeah. does he make his money? Uh, he's after my mom. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are running drugs down here. Like he's They're having a he's conversation about, about Hoagie. And there is like, that's the shark that killed your brother, bro. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this film could have benefited from a, a cocaine-based subplot and a good Glenn <laughs> oh, Fry, Fry song. Both those things work really well for this movie. Voodoos <laughs> and cocaine. Did anyone understand what happened, what the action was when the plane flew down to get the shark away from... Oh, you mean when Michael Caine landed a non-seaplane on the sea? <laughs> yeah. And it didn't, just, it didn't break up. It didn't, it didn't break up oh, no, at all. He's like uh, Sully Sullenberger yeah. over here. He did just fine. It did what? just a propeller fine. plane, too, so it definitely... Though. Previous to landing that's the plane on the ocean, they're flying around, and um, Michael goes, can't this thing go any faster? And I'm like, it's a fucking plane, plane. bro. Plane. You're going pretty fast. <laughs> like, 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 unless you can jump into an F-16, like, you're going to be going pretty yeah, at a pretty good rate. But um, did the plane clip the shark? Nope. No. What happened? They Planes just tried to get close to the mom. Yeah. I mean, but if you thought they were trying to scare away the shark. They were just yeah. trying to, like, land. So that they could get to the boat to save the mom. I see. Okay. And basically, yeah. Oh, gosh. Obviously, we did not like this movie. But there are some people that have a, uh, another opinion. It is uh, time for our second opinion. These are reviews culled from Amazon. I only have two. Um, one is pretty amazing. But this one's written by Jeremy Fluck. And he says, this is one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> Even more than the original Jaws. Oh many people Classic have, Fluck. Classic ca- Fluck. Classic. classic. <laughs> to many people who have really no idea the true meaning of movies, which is to just entertain and give us an escape from reality, they criticize movies like this for not being perfectly made. Well, haven't people noticed society isn't really perfect and a little cheesy too? Whoa. So true. My praise for the makers of this movie, an underrated, touching movie. Wow. Touching. You know what? Based on that, you should stop doing this podcast. <laughs> I know. That's it. What the fuck? <laughs> Here is my favorite review of all time, though. This is from Kenneth Rapp. Uh, so bear with me for a second because a little lengthy. Jaws the Revenge is a complex story of a great white struggling with its sexuality, being Wait, oppressed what? in his Wait hometown. Wait, yeah. whoa. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like this review is gonna... less about Jaws the Revenge and more about this guy. <laughs> I'm going to need saying. you 
Wait, no, I'm hearing him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need him. you Wait. to start this Wait over. Jaws the Revenge is a complex story of a great white struggling with its sexuality. Being <laughs> oppressed in his hometown of Amity, Aww. the shark decides Aww. to go on vacation to the Bahamas. To me, I always thought he should have gone to Fire Island, but what do I know? There he meets an attractive dark man played by Mario Van Beebles and falls in love, but to his dismay, Mrs. Brody shows up and decides that his romance is forbidden and she must put a stop to it. I don't want to ruin the ending, but this poor shark does not get to realize his dream. This being, is a bit. Yeah, That's it is a, a bit. bit. It is it's a, a bit. bit. Of being on Project Runway. <laughs> But it was a great, uh, a great, uh, understa- great awesome. uh, a great uh, review Can, of what it could have been. I'd love to read the other Amazon reviews that this person has written. <laughs> so Kenneth Rapp definitely has a, a different take on it, and I appreciate Good job, that. Kenny Good job, Rapp. Rapp. Yeah. Um, anything that we did not cover? Anything that uh, is worth mentioning? Will there be a Jaws 5? We'll see. Well, Well, each one made less and less money. That's the interesting thing about uh, the history of Jaws. The first one, obviously, one of the huge change. It changed how movies are uh, made and released. It it was like the first blockbuster. The first blockbuster, yes. And 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 then Jaws two made less money, and Jaws three made less money, and this made less money. You would figure when they got to Jaws three, they would have seen the diminishing returns. No, they were trying to get one more, one more out of there. Just try it, and that was it. Then they stopped, and they stopped. I would highly recommend that you do watch this movie. It is yeah. it's only 88 minutes. It's perfectly enjoyable and it's just insane. like our one of our other favorite movies called 88, 88 minutes. minutes. Oh yes, <laughs> classic. Um, would you guys recommend it? Recommend yes, it? absolutely. Oh, it's terrific. All right. Well, I feel like we have covered everything that is uh, for Jaws. You can leave us comments, questions, rate, review us on iTunes, uh, leave us comments on our Facebook page. Uh, just a reminder, watch NTSF SDSUV every Thursday night after Children's Hospital at 12.15. Um, anything else? Anything else people need to plug, talk about? I want to give a shout out to the gang at Aquarius Records in San Francisco. Oh, yeah? Just cause. All right. I like that. Because I, you know I know they listen. I will oh. also give a shout out to the gang at Aquarius Records in San Francisco. I've never been, but uh, I trust, record. I I like trust you, and uh, I bet it's great. I like it. I think we should, yeah. If you guys want to give us, we'll give shout outs now. I'm if just you, giving, I'm just giving, <laughs> I like shout outs. I'm just giving a shout out to Andy, Andy at Aquarius just because I know he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jaws 4, watch it. Um, thanks so much, everybody. Well, can I, oh, one, yeah. one thing. Do we feel that this time it was personal? Oh, it definitely was personal. It was, right? Yeah, it was personal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. I think it was. <laughs> and and a big thanks to everybody here at Earwolf, our engineer, Brett, and also our amazing staff. Buy our t-shirts. How did this get made? They're Byling inspired. They're awesome. I really do like them. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Hello. Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. (laughs) No, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.